Everybody Googles everything, especially potential customers or employers, and a business or personal online reputation can make or break you. If negative search results or reviews are impacting you, Webamax is here to help. Our proven process restores your online reputation quickly and effectively, and it matters. Don't let negative results control your narrative. Visit GoWebamax.com and fill out a brief confidential form to see how we can help. Remember, if you aren't paying attention to your online reputation, someone else is. GoWebamax.com before history is written it's played before it's frozen in time it's fought one shift at a time before it's etched in silver it's carved in ice what happens next will last forever The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad... To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Pittsburgh Steelers fans, what's going on? This is Jeff Hartman, co-editor of BehindTheSteelCurtain.com, and it is a Tuesday as the Pittsburgh Steelers prepare for the Cleveland Browns on Sunday night in the AFC wildcard round of the 2020-2021 playoffs. Holy cow, it's hard to believe. The postseason is here, and the Steelers haven't been in this spot since 2017, haven't won a playoff game since 2016. And before we get into the news with this Mike Tomlin press conference recap podcast, it is important to state that there was some breaking news happening this morning, not with the Pittsburgh Steelers. It does impact the Steelers, just not directly, and that would be the fact that the Cleveland Browns have seen COVID now continue to spread throughout their roster and now their coaching staff. Kevin Stefanski, the head coach for the Browns, will not be able to coach his team this Sunday. Why? Because he tested positive for COVID-19. It is important to know that anything virtual that's done, if Stefanski is healthy enough to do so, he will be able to still coach the team in that regard. But on Sunday when he's on the field, he will not be able to be there. And in case you didn't know, Kevin Stefanski is the play caller for the Cleveland Browns. So that does impact the Browns. Also, uh, Joel Bettino, the offensive lineman who is a Pro Bowl selection, he's probably the, maybe outside of Teller, the the young guard, Patino is a very good offensive lineman. He also tested positive along with wide receiver Hodge. That's a those are two more players for the Browns who will not be able to play this Sunday night. So it will impact the game. And so needless to say, when Mike Tomlin took to the virtual podium uh, via Zoom, he was asked a lot of questions about that. But before we get to the question and answer session of this podcast and of the press conference, It was really strange, the start of the podcast, or I'm sorry, (laughs) the start of the press conference, the reason why 
is that Mike Tomlin, they, he had just talked about the Browns last week. He had just talked about the Browns after the game. And as he recapped last week's game, he found himself just kind of going over next week's game. So he did talk about how the, the Steelers simply did not get the job done. Uh, they needed to do a better job minimizing the run game with Nick Chubb. He talked about the 47-yard touchdown run in the first quarter. He said they also have to work hard on containing Baker Mayfield in the running game, uh, forcing him to throw the football. He said they didn't protect the ball when it mattered the most, and there just weren't enough splash. There wasn't enough splash, as he said, in special teams. And I'm, I'm assuming he's talking about the return game as well as the uh, – the kickoff teams, whether it's punt or kickoff. Uh, he also said that he was really happy and pleased with some quality contributions uh, of some players that did not normally get a lot of repetitions, but stepped up in a big way. Maybe it was just on special teams. He mentioned Kevin Rader, the backup tight end who made three tackles on special teams. He said that that's the type of stuff that you love to see. And that's also the type of stuff that you Love to see because it's going to make for tough decisions coming up into the playoffs on this Sunday, meaning Raider put his best foot forward and maybe he'll get a shot to play again uh, and not just be a one and done. Next, uh, he, he mentioned how he, of course, in Mike Tomlin, his wordsmith ways, he said that the Bills, not the Buffalo Bills, but actually like, you know, like the power bill, the Bills are coming due at the end of this week and we have to be ready to pay them. And he was talking specifically about the Cleveland Browns coming to Heinz Field this Sunday night. That's an 820 kickoff. I'm sorry, 815 kickoff on NBC Sunday Night Football. Tomlin did talk about injuries. He said they could have two really important players returning back to the team who had been on injured reserve. We're talking about Robert Spillane. We're talking about Matt Filer. Those two players were both on injured reserve. Tomlin did say that they are going to work their way back. They have to be available to them. Uh, But ultimately, he said that those two players, if they're taken off the injured reserve list, they could start to work their way back and be a viable option. He did not speculate, nor did he want to speculate, on the availability of either Joe Hayden, Eric Ebron, or Cassius Marsh, all three who were placed on the COVID-19 reserve list last week week later in the press conference he was asked about chris boswell's groin boswell missed the week 17 game with that groin injury he said that boswell's participation in practice and his ability to get through a full week of work will ultimately depend on whether he can play on sunday or not but if he cannot tomlin said he is extremely comfortable with matthew wright kicking for the team he said that on kickoffs because wright's leg is not the strongest and if he doesn't have a a tailwind he most likely cannot drive the ball into the end zone. He said that the kickoff units are going to have to do more work for him if he is the one kicking off. Getting into the Q&A portion of this press conference, which was a longer one because of the playoffs, he was asked a lot about the COVID-19 protocols and the, and the reminder for the virus. And do they do anything in particular in Pittsburgh as it pertains to testing or things like that? He said, nope, they've done the same thing since July 20th. It was pretty neat. He talked about how he gets a daily reminder every morning at 6 a.m. He gets a notification on his phone or a text message basically saying whether there is there are any players or coaches or staff that are going to have to go on this reserve list or are going to have to be quarantined. He said today was a good morning, so take that for what it's worth. 
They asked about the concerns in Cleveland, meaning uh, is he possibly concerned that the fact that the Steelers just played Cleveland last week of a potential uh, transmission from player to player? He said he's confident in the NFL's protocols. There's been no cases of that happening yet. He's not concerned in that regard. Uh, he was asked about the knowledge of the head coach, meaning you know tendencies of guys like Kevin Stefanski when he's played against him, coached against him two times. How important is that? And he said that he doesn't know much about the fill-in that's taking over. He said, look, they both have tendencies, but at this point in time, it, it you're talking about playoff football. It shouldn't matter too much what the coaches do. Playoff experience was the next topic, which was discussed, and they was asked about Ben Roethlisberger's vast uh, knowledge and experience in the postseason. He said that honestly, it's extremely helpful when he actually takes it for granted how important that is to have a quarterback with that much uh, experience in the postseason. But then he was asked about the wide receiver position, which has very little postseason experience. He said, look, there's a lot of people on a lot of teams that don't have a lot of experience in the playoffs. He said, that's just something that you deal with and that comes with the territory. Asked about the depth at inside linebacker regarding maybe the return of Robert Spillane. He said, look, it provides quality depth on special teams as much as it does on uh, defense. Uh, because ultimately, look at, he looks at Spillane as not just a defender, but a special teams player getting a big body. And, and Spillane is a really good special teams player in case you forgot. So he said that all this is hinging on the fact that they're able to get back and return. I'm sure you'll be hearing news on this possibly this afternoon, evening, or Wednesday in regards to Matt Filer and Spillane potentially coming off the IR. When he was asked about the leadership on the Pittsburgh Steelers roster, but not just the fact that they're leaders, the Steelers clearly have leaders, but how are they handling not being around each other? Because remember, there's no locker room games. The players basically go into the facility, they get their practice in, and they leave unless they need any type of treatment from the medical staff. He said he, he is extremely confident, and he thinks the Steelers have great leaders. The information, the time, the experience that they have that they're giving to these younger players helps aid all of the Steelers. So he did not say anything that he didn't feel like the 2020 season and how this is being handled has anything to do with how the leadership is handling their job as well. Uh, when talking about matchups, meaning the fact that they just played the Browns, and you look at the matchups, how comfortable is he with those matchups, knowing that it could obviously change. He said that he's very comfortable with the matchups, but he doesn't view his comfort as being a winning edge. He said, I guarantee if you look on the other side of the coin, you look at the other side of the field, they're probably comfortable with those matchups too. You just have to go out and win those matchups. Asked about Kevin Dotson and potentially him and Matt Filer, who would he play? He said Filer has to become a viable option before we actually consider who would play in that regard. Then it was a very good question about, are the Steelers doing anything extra regards to protocols in this COVID-19 era that maybe they weren't doing earlier in the season? He said there's expanded testing, not just to players, but also to friends and family. It's a global initiative for all playoff teams. So this is not the Steelers doing it. It's the National Football League. They're trying to make sure that they can isolate cases, even if it means friends and family, close relatives, so that they don't have these type of outbreaks in games where it matters the most. When you look at the fact that the Browns are going to be without their head coach, they're going to be without without a wide receiver, one of their best offensive linemen. Uh, they could be without some of their defensive backs already. 
Um, it, it's definitely not what the NFL wants when it comes to a product. So he said that they, they have expanded their testing. So that's something of note. Joshua Dobbs was the next topic, which was uh, uh, brought up, basically asking what in the world are they going to do with Dobbs? Are they going to play him? Are they going to dress three quarterbacks? He said they're not sure. He's going to meet with the offensive staff about that and try to figure out what is the best course of action moving forward. He said maybe we start one over the other, meaning maybe they don't dress Mason Rudolph if they start Joshua Dobbs. Maybe they dress all three. Maybe this is Mike Tomlin just blowing smoke, and he's just kind of putting up a smoke screen, making the Browns have to concern themselves with those RPOs that Dobbs was running on Sunday in Week 17. We'll find out. No one knows as of right now. Was asked about Deontay Johnson's kind of quick turnaround. After all those drops, he seems to have regained his confidence. He said, look, De- Deontay Johnson, along with a lot of young players, understands the roller coaster ride of the NFL season. Uh, that talked about how, you know, there's always good times, there's bad times, there's highs, there's lows. He understands it. He said, but it's great to see him playing his best football at the end of the regular season. The last question he fielded was on Kevin Dotson and Cam Sutton. They're both backups that have been filling in. He asked what their thought his thoughts were on there and their them and their development. He said both have been more than adequate. He's extremely confident in both, and they've both done tremendous work for their careers, especially Cam Sutton, because he's entering a contract year, and he'll be a free agent at the end of the season. So there you have it. That was the end of the Mike Tomlin press conference. Let's hope, fingers crossed, that this is not the last Mike Tomlin press conference recap, although even if the season were to end Sunday, he would do a press conference the following week. Let's hope this Obviously, this press conference next week is gearing up for the divisional round. In the meantime, make sure that you stay tuned to BehindTheSteelCurtain.com for all your Pittsburgh Steelers needs. It's your one-stop shop for all things Steelers. And also, make sure you check out all of our work on our audio platform. Anywhere you get your podcasts, search Steelers or Behind the Steel Curtain, and you will find us. Subscribe, follow, do whatever you have to do so that you don't miss a thing. I'm Jeff Hartman, co-editor of BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. We'll see you next time for another Pittsburgh Steelers Mike Tomlin press conference recap podcast. Be safe, be kind, and God bless. Go Steelers. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did to create this ad. To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. 
Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai.